1: episode of horror versus reality now you may be asking yourself what is this crazy podcast about and well it's about movies horror movies to be exact that are uh based on true crime so i'll break down the horror movie and morgan will break down the true crime now she's not going to be on every episode there will be other people but for now she's my co-pilot
0: Aye, aye. (laughs) Capitaine.
1: Okay, so the movie that we're doing today is Angst, or if you're American and uh, you'd probably just call it Angst, but it's German, so it's Angst. (laughs) (laughs) So, a bit of a rundown about this. Uh, tremendously um, gory and violent little film. So uh, it, Anx came out in 1983 and it was directed by Gerald Cargill. Cargill? Cargill? Shit, I, I don't know. Uh, Cargill. Ah, I don't know. Um <laughs> But, uh, so he co-wrote the screenplay with the cinematographer and editor, Z- I'm going to butcher this, it's Zipping you Ryabuziknitski. <laughs> what Morgan said. What Morgan said. Um, but basically it follows, um, a psychopath, uh, who was recently released from prison, and it's loosely based on the real-life mass murderer, although I would say he's more of a serial killer because he didn't do all this at once, But um, well, except for the, the one family, which is the focus of the film. But anyway, there, was, there were other murders. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, uh, Werner Nisik. So... K'Nisik? Nisik? Maybe Nisik. That sounds more German, right? Nice. Nisik. Nisik. If there's anyone listening in Germany, we're terribly sorry about the butchering of words. Um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. So, oh, so sorry. Okay. Um, oh, fun tidbit about the, uh, the film was uh, it was actually banned and Like, all over Europe, it was one of the uh, video nasties, just like Cannibal Holocaust and a lot of other um, just quote-unquote obscene horror films of the day, which that just means that it's really good, usually, except for Cannibal Holocaust. It's not really good. They really (laughs) killed a turtle making that movie. Oh. Yeah. Not so fun fact about that. Animals were filmed during the making of that movie.
0: Oh, God. Well,
1: for our listeners,
0: the dog does not die. I just had to throw that out there. The dog. That's true. This movie.
1: It's very true. There's a dog in Angst, and it does not die. Bro's m- way more interested in killing humans. Yeah. Um, however, in reality... There's a cat, Yeah, and, and he does kill the family cat, which is yeah. worse. Yeah, it is worse. No, look, dogs live, <laughs> dog lives matter, too. <laughs> <Dogs> <laughs> but, matter. but the dog did not die in the film or in reality, but the cat did. That's all I'm saying. It's yeah, sad.
0: Brutally murdered.
1: Yeah. Morgan and I are both cat ladies, so <laughs> just just throwing that out there. We're sad about the cat being dead. Okay. <laughs> so the film basically opens up with um the Werner Niesick character. I don't think they ever actually say his name in the movie at all. Because it's it's like Pete it's it's filmed um in his point of view a lot. So um but basically yeah. Yeah, he's unnamed. Okay, fair enough. He's unnamed. They never say his
0: name at all.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, there's like no one that knows him in the movie besides himself. <laughs> True. So, um, yeah, it uh, it starts with him getting like... Um, released from jail and uh, he's in a public taxi and he thinks about killing the driver but he, um, she makes it to where he's not able, he, she basically stops the car really forcefully and like freaks him out and he leaves and flees um, then he comes across a house during his escape um, that he wants to break into Um, and this is the, the, the bulk of the film is him terrorizing the people in this house, which is also, it's very close to what the, what Werner actually did, the actual serial killer did. Um, so he comes across the son who, um, is intellectually disabled and also in a wheelchair. And the son actually mistakes the killer for his own father. Um, and then the man's the uh, man in the wheelchair's sister and mother arrive home, and the killer hides from them before attacking them. He tapes the daughter-slash-sister to a doorknob, and he actually strangles the mother. Now, he ties her up before dragging the son upstairs and drowning him in the bathtub, and one of the things that he actually does to the mother before killing her is he makes sure that she takes her heart medication so that she will actually prolong so that it will actually prolong the agony as she's being murdered. Cause he's a sadistic fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like in real life, there was a, I mean, everything is in German, so it's really hard to get anything, um, you know, factually correct because I do not know German um but I feel like in in the things I did read about it on Wikipedia and other um crime websites it was saying that um he did give her the medicine and then strangled her but in the movie, he gave her way too many medicines. She would have been dead very fast.
1: Oh, yes. He gave her all <laughs> the, her medicine, I think. The entire bottle. Just the whole bottle. But hey, you know, which I think that would be counterproductive to what he was trying to do in reality, but um, hey, whatever. <laughs> it was dramatic. It worked. It was
0: very dramatic.
1: Yeah. Which, by the way, just gotta highlight um, the actor in this film, Irwin Letter or Leader, however you pronounce his last name. He is terrifying. He, his face is already just kind of a strange look for a human, yeah. <laughs> and he just he nails being a psychotic um, person for sure. So, um, after he, you know, ODs the mother (laughs) and strangles her, (laughs) um, he attempts to revive her, um, after he killed her, for whatever reason, I guess, um... He figured that she was dying before he quite wanted her to or something. But it's futile, and then he just pushes the wheelchair um, of the son, and he has put her in the wheelchair, and he just pushes her into a wall in a fit of rage. Now, the daughter is attempting to escape. There's this very, like, frightening scene where she's hiding from him in, um, I guess, it's like a little small closet. And you can just... You can just, like, feel the shallow breathing as she's, like, just waiting for a chance to, like, slip out and get away from him. <laughs> um, unfortunately, he finds her and chases her down. And this is one of the most gruesome scenes in the whole film. He stabs her to death and then drinks her blood. And then yeah. he vomits then he vomits on her because the blood made him vomit. Oh it's my like god. Pennies. <laughs> so yeah. many. Uh, right. <laughs> Too many pennies. Oh. Uh so he wakes up after he like passes out after puking. He wakes up and he's just like on her body. There's blood everywhere. <clears throat> he's partially undressed and covered in blood. He decides to take the bodies and put them in the trunk and then take the family car with him. And then, um, the little doggo is like, well, I don't know where my owners are and you're a person. So, Hey, can I come with you? Can I come with you? (laughs) So the dog, the dog, uh, gets in the passenger seat and, um, away (laughs) him and yeah, away him and the killer go. Uh, The killer ends up rear-ending another car, um, frantically trying to escape, and there are several witnesses to the incident. Um, He goes to a diner that he had actually been in a scene briefly at the beginning of the film, and some of the same patrons are there from earlier, and he's trying to feed the dog. And basically all the onlookers feel like there's something wrong about him. Um, the way he police, eats that
0: sausage, sorry.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, no, he <laughs> eats the sausage like a like a rabid animal, just rips into. It. It's amazing. <laughs> um, so the police come and they're basically like, "Hey, we're gonna need you to open that trunk." And so he does, and you know, he's kind of reveling in everyone seeing the bodies um but then uh they they take him into custody i'm i'm sure the dog gets a good new home (laughs) and uh then it's just a voiceover of medical records talking about that the killer was driven by sadistic tendencies and an unstable childhood
0: yeah so apparently they think sadism is a mental illness
1: I don't think sadism is a mental illness. I think you just like to torture other people. I think that's more of a personality thing than it is a mental thing. But you know what? I am not a psychologist. <laughs> we are not licensed psychologists. We are not We, at took, all. A t- <laughs> we took a couple of psychology classes in college. Woo. That was angst. Yes. Um, okay, so why don't you pick through and um tell us a couple of things that are different from the movie? So um the movie opens
0: up and explains his life. Um it's pretty accurate about him being a young man. I think he was, what was he, like, 16? He was 15 or 16. He had been stealing and, oh, sorry, back up. So he grew up in Salzburg, um, and he was always a uh, difficult child. Um, some people say that his mother sexually abused him, but it's not substantiated anywhere that I could find or read in English. Um, but when he was about 15, um, he started with petty crimes and he was at his house and stole some money from his mother, which caused him to st- ...stab her because she was going to uh, call the cops. So he stabbed her but did not kill her. Um, Escaped. Wasn't he 16, I believe? He He was 16 when he was arrested in Hamburg. Yeah, because he fled all the way to Germany. um, Because he was in Austria. Um, And then he fled to Hamburg. And then they... They um, extradited him back, and he was in the juvenile detention center for two years, and then he was released. And in the movie, they make no mention of this, but he did marry a prostitute. Yes. (laughs) They don't mention that at all. Yeah, which is very wild that he would just immediately get out of prison and, and marry a prostitute and I have no idea where she is now um, there's no record of her name anywhere they just call her a prostitute um, from what I can find so I wonder
1: what she's doing now um, I don't know but if she's still doing sex work more power to her yeah. <laughs> so, she, well she'd be, she'd be very elderly at this point I imagine
0: yeah this was back in nineteen seventy three when I think he married her uh believe it was, hey, the- was it unknown
1: sense? unknown sex worker if you're still out there, keep on keeping on yeah
0: keep it real
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: then he he commits several burglaries um And he goes to a house, I don't, I can't tell if he had targeted this house, somewhere I read she was an actress, um, but he just opened the door and shot a 73 year old woman in the face, did you read anything about that?
1: Um, I From what I can gather, everyone thinks that he just kind of went to a house at random and just kind of shot her, and that's how it's depicted in the film.
0: Okay. I I cannot. So next time that I'm a guest on the show, I'll be able to research this more because hopefully the next one will be in English. <laughs> Um yeah, this
1: one was hard to research for us. We weren't able to find a lot of sources that were in English, so unfortunately we had to use a lot of Wikipedia <laughs> and like imdb and just yes. the actual movie onks itself. Um, but we swear we're better than this. We're better than this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll learn German. <laughs> I'll do it. Woo-hoo.
1: Well do it. okay. So he shoots
0: this poor 73-year-old woman in the face. Uh, he goes to jail for only eight and a half years uh, due to pleading insanity, which they were like, hey, this is pretty insane. Yeah, we'll, we'll grant it to you. Um, but then he was dismissed early. So he spent um, 1973 to 1980 in jail for good behavior. Um, and then he was let out in January, 1980, where the movie picks up is when he's being let out. Um, so he apparently it's saying, so in this movie, it shows that he just goes straight to murdering. Um, in reality, I think he was Mm -hmm. out for about a week. From what the German newspapers say, um,
1: yeah, I believe that's correct. Yeah, I
0: can't, I can't find the dates, but it was on the seventeenth of January. Um, so then, from the seventeenth of January, uh, he finds this house. Um, he just broke into this house that looks abandoned um from the outside it definitely looks abandoned i don't know how accurate this is in real life um but he breaks through a window and that's where he finds a wheelchair-bound son of um i can't find anywhere either that says he's um mentally challenged so I don't know. Yeah, I
1: think in reality, he was just Um, wheelchair-bound. It's also also worth noting that he actually knew um, Walter since he was around three. So he knew these people.
0: Yeah, that's right. He did know the people. My bad. I need better notes. (laughs) 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 But the... The son in real life was only wheelchair bound. He was not mentally challenged. Um, So then he holds Walter down. That's the son, right? Yes. And and in the movie, they represent the mom as being like this elderly woman who can like barely walk. And she's ghost white from the terrible makeup job. Like she already looks dead to me. Um, that's true her makeup is atrocious in the film yeah that is awful i don't even think that was a thing back in the 80s like i think that was just terrible <laughs> uh, <laughs> so she was only 55 they made her seem like she was just old and decrepit and couldn't do anything um but anyway her her daughter ingrid came home with her in the evening and they were overwhelmed uh, by Knessik. Um And so the mother's like, oh, well, he's robbing us. Let's give him some money. Um, but instead, he was like, I just want to kill you. <laughs> I mean, I just want no. to kiss you.
1: <laughs> but I will gladly take that check as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. He definitely takes the money um, as well as their lives. But he... (laughs) (laughs) So the daughter is worried about the mother. I I bet she had some kind of, like, she probably grabbed her heart or something, and the daughter's like, please, this is her time for her meds. I'm only assuming, I'm just kind of making this up from the stories I've read. Uh, So the daughter's like, please give her her heart meds. And he does not shove the entire bottle down her throat like the movie shows. Um, He does give her her heart pill so she can live through the torture and watch him kill the son. Um yes. So that was different in the movie. He took the son – or the son, like, crawls away from him upstairs in the movie and he drowns him – but in reality, he makes the the mom watch him yes. kill the boy.
1: Yes. Yeah, in the movie he this the son manages to um drag himself up the stairs and like kind of like hide a little bit and then he just ends up being drowned in the bathtub.
0: Yeah. So in reality he he strangles the son with his bare hands. Um Waiting for the mom. Yeah, that is horrifying for the mother because, what does it take, like, eight, nine minutes or more to kill someone? I mean, I don't know, <laughs> but uh, they didn't teach
1: you that in nursing school.
0: Yeah, no, they didn't teach me that. Uh, and, uh, I've just learned this through uh, just different avenues, um, not my own personal experiences. <laughs>
1: But We both have books on serial killers, okay? (laughs) Yeah, it can take up to, like,
0: 12 minutes to kill someone with your bare hands. That's a lot. Like, I mean, the son really can't struggle as much as someone else because of um, he had no use of his legs, so he's not really kicking as much. Um, But I imagine it would be really... I mean, it's terrible. He fucking killed people, but... But just imagine the mom watching that for seven minutes, you know? And, oh, yeah. And then he moves on to the mother. Uh, I can't see how he tortured her. I don't know how he tortured her. Do
1: you know? Um, <clears throat> they don't explicitly say how he tortured her. All they can, you know, go by is what was the way her body was. Um, they don't show this in the movie, but there are like hematoma's and waltz and like burn marks all over her body. So it seems that he definitely prolonged torture. Of-
0: hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, What the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
1: Her specifically?
0: But that's... That was the daughter that he tortured for 11 hours. The mother he tortured for three—it just doesn't say.
1: Oh yes, you're you're right. <laughs> um, but yeah, they don't. Um, other than just like you know, strangling her and giving her her meds, they don't really tell you um, exactly what happened there. It would pretty much just be conjecture. I. Don't... Yeah, it's. Uh, they don't really go
0: into that, and I mean, the mom's death was very short in this movie um but however in real life it it was up to three hours of torture of the mother while the daughter was tied up
1: yeah didn't Uh, he strangle her with a noose too yeah so i'm wondering
0: where the hell he got a noose from like did he find a rope on their property and just like made a noose while he waited for them like that is pretty terrifying
1: I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, what goes through a psychotic killer's brain?
0: I don't know. In this movie, it seemed like nothing went through his brain, and he was only going on just pure,
1: pure adrenaline, adrenaline, yeah, and reaction to whatever's happening.
0: Yeah, because I mean, in in this, you know. In this movie it looks like he has no plan at all. Um but I do believe in real life he definitely had a plan if he had if he knew these people. And then another had time to make a noose. So like this definitely was planned, although in the movie it looks like he's just reacting to everything.
1: Um which makes um, it more scary.
0: Yeah. I think it made it a lot scarier because it was definitely unpredictable. Um, so after he killed the mother with the noose, he moves on to the daughter. Um, and according to Wikipedia, it says he killed, uh, tortured her for 7 to 11 hours and then strangled her as well. Um, but... I don't think he strangled her. I think he just choked her because I think her cause of death was stabbing. I think.
1: Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think it was. Um, yeah. A lot of blood loss.
0: Yeah. I don't think he killed her by strangling, like Wikipedia says, because on a German newspaper, it talks about stabbing. Uh, it is the AZ. Um, it's an article from the 20th of January, 1980, from the Kronik. Uh, so, I only know a few words in German, but um, it does mention the daughter was stabbed. Uh, but in Wikipedia, it says she was strangled. But he must have definitely tortured her horrible way, like a horrible, horrible way. Um, in the movie, though, he, it's so strange when they're at the kitchen. Did you catch that part where she's like licking him? Yes. So do you think that was in his mind? Because it, it's very like a sexual part, but there's nowhere in the records that he even sexually molested or did anything with her other than drink her blood.
1: Uh, yeah, what I picked up from that, um, I feel like the filmmaker wanted it to seem like um, and that character thought that he was going to sexually assault her. And I suppose she figured maybe if I play along, this is a way that I can maybe survive.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was just weird.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. It made me uncomfortable. (laughs) Very uncomfortable. And it did not work. No, it did not work. Um,
0: So he, I don't know how he killed the family's cat, but apparently he made the cat watch all of this too. So then he killed the cat last. I'm assuming. (laughs) Do not know. Poor (laughs) catty. Uh, That was a very sad end for Kat and an entire family of people. Um, But uh, so in real life
1: Oh,
0: Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, the 21-year-old who was staying with them, um, she was doing a work exchange, I believe. And she was, like, staying with them. um, But she had switched her days off So, she would have been there, which may have changed the course of this crime. Uh, I mean, she should have came home after the family, but she was lucky and was not home, and she was with a friend. So, would have been one more victim, or the entire crime wouldn't have happened, because she would have been there. But, who knows?
1: yeah, you know what that makes me think of? It makes me think of, and I'm going to be misquoting, I'll be, I'll be paraphrasing, um, but there's that quote in Fight Club where Brad Pitt is holding the gun against um, the gas station worker's head, and he lets him go as long as he promises to like get more schooling or whatever. But he turns to Jack, uh, Ed Norton's character, and is like, you know, the point of that was, Tomorrow, his breakfast is going to taste... It's going to be the best breakfast he's ever tasted. The world's going to be more colorful. (laughs) Like, Oh, yeah. He's going to be so thankful to be alive. I'm sure that's how she felt.
0: Oh, I bet. And I bet she had, you know, um, survivor's guilt, too.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah, like that... There's the whole survivor's guilt with the the whole family being murdered, and she was the lucky one who escaped. But I bet her breakfast, if she could eat the next day, was very
1: delicious. <laughs> yeah. Best <laughs> breakfast ever. It could have Whoever. just been plain toast with no butter. <laughs> <Yeah>. I, <laughs> I bet she does appreciate life more. Yeah, totally.
0: Um. Oh, and then back to the um, the next morning... Um, so Knissick decides to take all of the bodies with him on a shopping spree with that check, um, which was pretty crazy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they don't show that in the movie, but I think that would have been fun to just see his insane (laughs) face just going on a shopping spree. Yeah.
0: And I like to imagine he opens the trunk to put the bags in every time. (laughs) Oh, that's (laughs) amazing.
1: Sorry, I did not mean to get blood on my new bags. (laughs) But
0: Uh yeah, so he he apparently goes around um, with the shopping spree. And he has all this cash with him too. So I imagine he's like fumbling about, probably like going to a Pen. He's like, I want all the suits, and pulls out a wad of money. And he's got blood underneath his fingernails. People are like, what the hell is this guy doing? Yeah, he
1: looks <laughs> suspicious.
0: Tell us suspicious. I just imagine he's super sloppy. I mean, maybe not, but. Uh, I mean, he got caught like really quick in reality. I mean, he stole the family's Mercedes. He has their bodies in the trunk, and then he's going around different areas with giant wads of cash and And just big black gloves. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and the gloves. (laughs) I like to imagine they're like three sizes too big and he's just like fumbling with the money because he's too big with the gloves and there's probably blood all over him too because I imagine he's just just sloppy and I don't know if you've ever ha- like cut yourself really bad and you have a lot of blood it, it is hard to get out from underneath your fingernails it is this is true and I know this crazy motherfucker didn't clean his fingernails. Um, so I guess that's why he used the blood. I mean, the gloves. So um, so then it's kind of shoddy on how he was caught. I know that, I mean, whenever the, the new girl went back. No, the, the worker... Was she the one who discovered the broken window?
1: Uh, Yes. Um, An employee noted his license plate and then um, somebody drove over to their estate and discovered the broken window. Okay. And then they,
0: um, they found the vehicle because there was a nationwide search for the family and the car. Um, and then they found the vehicle and then discovered the three bodies. Um, but Knesset even was, like, set up. They knew the car was there. They're just waiting for him to come back. And he came back and they arrested him.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, way to go. Return to the scene where the bodies are.
0: Yeah, I just don't get any anything. Like, he was just so like crazy i mean he's crazy to kill someone but to do all this dumb shit after you know like you think he'd learn after the third time or second time in prison and then the second murder i don't know maybe he was just getting off on killing these people and then decided well i'll plead insanity again because that's what they gave to him the first time was an insanity. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh. um that makes me think of a quote that um I, I think it's Ted Bundy that said this. Um So uh, damn it. Um trying to find it i wanted to get it right <laughs>
0: you can do it i believe in you yeah are you googling um, said bundy quotes right now
1: <laughs> no yes a little bit I wanted to get it right um I, i'm just gonna paraphrase but he basically says something like you know after the fifth sixth seventh time eventually you know you leave something behind you make a mistake but he said it so. Uh, I wish I could find it. <laughs> it was a, a good one. Like this guy is just
0: messy and sloppy, and and maybe it was his sadistic tendencies, you know, um, or maybe it was the fact he had no father, because that's what they say at the beginning. I believe. <laughs> It's like, oh, he's got no daddy, so he's going to kill an entire family. <laughs>
1: oh, my goodness. You know, um, it's just never
0: good.
1: It's just never good. <laughs>
0: there is a, a headline in that paper, uh, the German paper, um I translated it. It was, I think it was from the Chronic, the AZ. I uh, don't know if I'm saying it right, but it's the tablet, tab tagblatt für Österreich. Uh, so I think it's the Australian, I mean, Austrian Tablet, something. I don't know. Um, but this is the headline in the paper. It's, eine ganze Familie aus Lust which translates to a whole family is exterminated out of lust for the dead.
1: Yeah. You know, there's a lot of different um, <clears throat> family annihilators who kill an entire family, but it's usually a member of the family who does it. Yeah. Like, I wonder this relationship,
0: there's no, it just says, oh, he knew him since he was three, like, there had to have been some kind of relationship, and this crime was, like, very brutal, like, I know there's, it's, very hard to you know dissect the brain of a psychopath and and understand their motives because sometimes it's just like the article says just a lust for killing but usually if you have a relationship with this person it's you know it's a vindictive kind of murder like maybe his that was his mom's friend we don't know um but since he knew them it's 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 very personal, you know, to yeah. kill the son, make the mom watch it, make the daughter watch the mom and the son get killed, and then tort- torture the daughter for 7 to 11 hours. That's pretty vile.
1: Yeah, it feels pretty personal. Like, if... if, if, if you just... Sorry, I left out the cat. <laughs> right, like... If he just wanted to kill someone randomly, why pick a house that you definitely knew the people that lived in there?
0: Yeah, that's what. Hmm. It's, it's very strange because he, he, um, he said he'd planned to kill somebody else. Um, at first. Something about the a builder's family, yeah, but I mean that's all from Wikipedia which I can't find anything on that because it's all in freaking German
1: yeah well, um I feel like we've kind of about covered this bizarre case of Warner Nesik or Kinesik or however the hell you want to say his last name.
0: <laughs> I and think
1: you're right. <laughs> yeah. So if you're interested and you'd like to watch this um, delightful little film, <laughs> um, it is streaming on oh, Shutter. <laughs> uh We are... Not sponsored by them at all. I not literally yet. pay for them. <laughs> yeah, not not yet. I literally um, just pay for a subscription every month because I love horror movies. And uh, anyway, um, they'll give you a seven day free trial. You might even can do some googling and get a thirty day free trial. Um, but yeah, go watch Oxt and prepare to be grossed out. Yep. And weirded out in some very awkward scenes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? This isn't one of those films that you make snacks to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Eat the snacks before. (laughs) Yeah. Or if you must eat while you watch it, maybe have like ginger ale and some saltines just in case your stomach gets a little on edge. (laughs) Just, Just be prepared. Have the nausea at the ready,
0: yes, I do agree. <laughs> and where can you find this movie again?
1: Shutter, the premiere horror movie streaming service. Shutter, they also
0: have,
1: they also have series awesome. and shit, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this has been great,
1: yes. Um, I will clearly have to have you on again. Um, You've been so instrumental in making this episode happen. (laughs) Yay! Yay! (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, um, next time, ladies and gents, I'm going to be discussing, I don't know who my guest is going to be yet, but I'm going to be discussing the Peter Jackson film Heavenly Creatures.
0: Ooh.
1: It's all good stuff. (laughs) Sweet.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you for having me on your show and being the first guest ever. Like this is such a high honor. Um I'm very happy that
1: you invited me and I hope that I'll be invited back (laughs) I Uh, will definitely invite you back if you had more time I'd just make you the full-time (laughs) co-host yeah Uh,
0: I'm awake all night every night until around 6 a.m. so (laughs) (laughs) because I'm a night person
1: Um, but yeah, thank you, Anna. You're welcome, Morgan. (laughs) I will see you next time. (laughs) Yay! Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.